This is the Lucy Beatrix Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Oh my God. On today's episode, I want to talk about exactly that. God, or what spirituality looks like for me. Now, I was raised a Christian scientist, a religion with no doctors or medicine or stuff like that. And while I'm not a Christian scientist anymore, I learned a lot being brought up in such a different way. Side note, Christian science isn't to be confused with Scientology and doesn't have anything to do with Tom Cruise, though literally just about everyone gets the two mixed up. Christian science came into existence a good 70 years before Scientology and was led by a lady named Mary Baker Eddy. Women didn't even have the right to vote yet, and here was one starting a whole new religion. She came up with it while going through some health stuff where, long story short, she fell on some ice and had an aha moment that taught her this world that we live in is spiritual and not as physical as we think. And so I spent my childhood in Sunday school learning all about MBE, or what the cool kids called Mary Baker Eddy, and her whole deal, reciting things from the main book Christian scientists use called The Signs and Health with key to the scriptures, such as quotes like, To those leaning on the sustaining infinite, today is big with blessings. I learned some of the clutch Bible stories, like when Noah had an ark he packed with pairs of animals for the big flood, as well as when Daniel saved his own butt from the lions in the den. My grandma, or more affectionately called my Omi, was the backbone to my Christian science upbringing in that she took my four sisters and I to Sunday school while my parents did other non-church-related stuff, like getting groceries or running household errands. Meaning, my mom and dad were pretty chill about the whole religion thing. My mom had been raised in Christian science, but she strayed, and my dad was a recovering Catholic, meaning he did his time when he was younger, but he didn't go to Mass unless it was like Christmas Eve with his still-practicing Polish-American parents or my grandparents. Dad always loved to joke that one time when a census form asked for his religion, he identified himself as Druid. And beside that, in parentheses, he put Reformed. That was such a dad joke, pretending to be a pagan. And let's just say the apple doesn't fall very far from the tree. So when my dad and my mom, with their different religions that neither one of them still belonged to, suddenly wound up having themselves a huge family of five daughters, they had to decide, what do we want them to be, Catholic or Christian scientists? And besides, because I was destined to be terminally unique, they went with the New Age religion that a lady made after falling down. And all in all, my mom and dad were pretty go with the flow with it when it came to religion. So it wasn't like we sat around reading the science and health all day or the Bible. And my parents didn't tell me to pray away my ailments. Instead, they offered some interesting perspectives on God and all his glory. Like how my dad was literally obsessed with this rock opera called Jesus Christ Superstar, emphasizing the musical genius of Andrew Lloyd Webber. We watched that every single Easter, and it wouldn't be the day Christ had risen if my dad didn't tell us the joke where Jesus walks into a hotel on Good Friday and asks to be put up for the night. 
My sisters and I learned everything we know about Joseph and his dysfunctional family thanks to another musical, Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, which was goofy AF. He looked handsome. He looked smart. He was a walking work of art in his dazzling coat of many colors. How he loved his coat of many colors. Gosh, I get so nostalgic just thinking about that. I feel like those biblically inspired musicals that we sang along to and my family can recite backwards and forwards gave us the gist of the Bible without being too intense or dogmatic. It was fun and downright catchy. In our house, Jesus was a rock legend, and so was his hot girlfriend, Mary Magdalene. And no one was going to try to tell us we should fear God and his wrath or that we needed to learn to pray one specific way. We knew all the Christian science stuff from Sunday school, but it wasn't forced down our throat. If we had cramps on our period, which in a household of five sisters happens all at the same time, we were allowed to take pamperin, while my dad was the one in his office hiding and praying. So what am I getting at? Well, as I'm getting older and actually fostering a more spiritual side with the help of my support group and trying to be a better person in general, I'm seeing my upbringing as kind of a blessing. It was great to be allowed to think about things spiritually, but not be tested or held to it. I can only speak for myself, since maybe my sisters have different experiences, but I didn't mind having some godly undertones in my youth. It didn't hurt to think there might be something else out there watching over us. And I'm glad I learned it was okay to think about the stuff we can't touch or see with the naked eye. Since I do think a lot about intuition and listening to my gut and stuff like that. I don't necessarily call that God, but I do think of it the way other people might. What's really been making me take a deeper look and address my spirituality has been going to my support group. This group that shall not be named publicly in honor of the tradition of being anonymous um, has been helping me abstain from harmful behaviors that I used to take part in. I basically put all of my negative actions to myself and to others in one big box. Whether it's drinking too much or not eating enough or even depending too heavily on other people or not being nice. I just compiled that together and was like, I'm going to tackle this and just try to like eliminate some of the extra chatter and noise. And as I'm getting older, I feel like I can't live in a way that kind of hopes that things turn out okay or, you know, that I just get from point A to point B. But I want to have something that keeps me in check, feeling like there's more to life. And I want direction and daily guidance. And the more I've been part of this community of people focusing on self-improvement, the more I see the world with a spiritual lens. Like when I'm deciding between one thing or another, I see how I'm more willing and able to take that pause and make the choice that's from my best self versus what's just easy. To me, that is demonstrating a relationship with a God or a higher power or having a spiritual side. The only way I feel like I've even been able to like take the leap into this whole higher power stuff is because I really truly want to find peace. Like in the chaos of tax season or, go, I mean, I'm way ahead to think about tax season in April, but 
when that's going on, which always drives me nuts, or going on a million castings right now for Fashion Week, or whatever life stress is going on, I just want to be able to handle it and feel like I'm like in control. And all those years going to Sunday school or sitting through chapel feel like I was just flying by the seat of my pants and not really knowing what I was doing. But now I feel like I've been slowly accumulating these little rituals and routines to take care of my head. And as weird and resistant as I might feel in the moment, like, you know, sitting down and listening to a meditation app, it always seems to help me get through the day. I don't have any hard feelings about being raised in an organized religion. I'm kind of like, yeah, my parents did what they thought was the best for us. And they let my nice, happy grandmother take us to church and tell us to love our neighbor. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. If anything, I'm glad that I have that as a reference point and that I can mix in some of the other stuff. Besides, it kind of does feel like Sunday school, sitting in a church basement with a bunch of strangers talking about our feelings every day. Except it's more like if Sunday school were kind of punk rock and story time could make you laugh or cry. And whatever it is, it's helping me. And that's what really matters. And I like to think that my dad is hanging out with Jesus somewhere up there, telling him the same silly jokes about Easter Day and that, you know, who knows, Mark Twain could be there, Mary Baker Eddy, all of the blessed dead are just having a sense of humor about this crazy thing called life. Because taking things a little less seriously can actually help alleviate the struggles that we all face. So yeah, that's what I've got today when it comes to spirituality and where I'm at with all that stuff. Thanks for listening and let me know what you think. You can shout out to me on Instagram at Lucy the Viking. That's L-U-C-I-E the Viking. And until next time, just be fast. Just win.